now. Go now. What's up, buds? And welcome to another installment of the Earbuds Chit Chat, where uh, this is where me and Ash kind of just, you know, give gab. We're just, we're just give gab. We we're shoot. just podcasting, baby. Yeah, we shoot shit, we podcast, uh, and you know these these chit chats are always like related to music and music topics, and we kind of just like have a little conversation. But today, there's a little bit of preparation. Because today we're going to be talking about our top five favorite songs by artists that these songs sound nothing like the rest of their music. Yes, for for my list, personally, these were mostly the first songs I heard by the artist. And then I was weird, very disappointed by like kind of the rest of their stuff. Oh, that's not so good. So that's kind of the, that's like that kind of angle I'm going at. Interesting. Uh, and for me, it's always like, I just have a tendency to always gravitate towards like a band or artists like more poppy, you know, not radio friendly, but like catchier music, uh, which yeah. is usually like, you know, for stuff like punk bands and like, you know, rappers and, and uh, metal bands and stuff like that. Like usually those are like the diehard fans, like most hated shit. And for me, I'm just like, oh, that's what I t- tend to gravitate towards the most because <laughs> it's like the most accessible Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Uh, but my list is well, kind of. You love Inner Sandman. I the you... Black Album is my favorite. Really. The Black Album is my favorite Metallica record. If not, and this is very controversial, Reload. I know. Fuck. The one that everyone hates. That's a that's a hot fuck. We gotta do what the fuck. <laughs> I guess we gotta talk about. that. We gotta rank Metallica fun. records, dude. We gotta do I, like I mean, a I'm tier list. Like, I'm putting like kill them all. It's like my favorite, obviously, because it's just like it's the most punk. It's just a fucking thrash album. Yeah, uh, this uh, would be interesting because we should do more tier list episodes, man. Like, I feel like there's plenty should. of bands that would be really interesting to see, like where they they fall for each of us. We we can't be doing them for bands that have been together for like thirty years, though. Yeah, I'm not I'm not about to have to go listen to fifteen records to figure out which one. Because yeah. I, yeah. in all honesty, I I haven't listened to every Metallica record. You know, if I can be straight with you, I haven't listened to all fucking 25 of them either. Yeah. Because they're all a fucking hour long. Yeah. And I don't have time for that. The I remember Death Magnetic was way better than I expected it to be. Yeah, that's got some good shit on it. Yeah. My, my brother got that CD, and I, uh, like, there's some songs that, like, bring me back. Yeah, for sure. They were definitely, like, trying to do something. But, okay, today, let's stay on topic here. We, ha- we have a topic. That, that's not what we're doing today. No. Today, we're doing songs by an artist that is like just not at all what their other shit sounds like right it's not what they usually do and uh do you want to kind of start us off bud yeah man i have a feeling that mine and mine are written on my phone here uh i have a feeling that mine are going to be more again kind of mainstream like i I have a feeling i'm not going to know any of the songs that you're going to bring to the table here so your list is going to mean nothing to me and mine's going to mean like the world to you so uh, (laughs) hey (laughs) You mean the world to me, babe. Thank you. Anyway, uh, the first one, <laughs> you weren't expecting the, the same response, right? I wasn't expecting, like, the little kiss. Oh, well. Yeah, little. Just a little. A little. 
So my first one, we were actually singing yeah. it together, and I was really surprised to hear that you even knew this song. Uh, but yeah, it is yeah. "Drunk Again" by Real Big Fish off of their Cheer Up album. It is a fantastic bar song. Yeah, I'd say sad Everyone drunk in the song. Room. Yeah, yeah. The uh, you said the uh, fucking one of the horn players sings this. As I think it's, it's a trumpet. Even... I think it's a trumpet player. I wish I knew his name. Um, but he he's always doing like the uh, the backup like vo- vocals and harmonies on a lot of their yeah. songs. Like he's that guy. And then yeah. I don't know. I guess he wrote this song, and and they were like, "Yeah, man, let's perform it and put it on the record." And it's fucking great. It's it's like like you said, like a really great bar song, like drunk and uh yeah sad and lamenting um but his voice is beautiful and super he gets super into it and the music that they wrote around it was really good like it gets like loud and kind of has this culmination this big like you know it it, it pays off it has an almost like theatrical for sure kind of uh song writing to it they don't usually go this like dynamic with their stuff real big fish if you don't know is a ska band right uh so that's mainly kind of what they're doing but this is Uh, more like a jazz big band type of composition to it yeah yeah you could imagine a a singer on stage with a glass of whiskey in like a little uh microphone yeah his his tie like is like coming loose yeah his, yeah his shirt's like on the third button and now I'm drunk again. Yeah, it could easily be like a, a you know a Frank Sinatra kind of homage type of song. But oh yeah, man! I remember that Cheer Up record. It's like such a different album for Rubik Fish in general. Like they kind of like got away from the ska punk thing and they started doing more like a rock type of music and, and direction. And you know, obviously there's still ska on there, but like they, yeah. their single on the record has no horns at all. And I remember that that was like. So controversial when it first happened, like in my little world, and oh, uh, and then you get towards near Fucking the controversy, uh, huge controversy, <laughs> and great band name by the way. Uh, I it must be taken. If it's not, then we need to trademark that shit right now. Yeah, guys, don't take that band name. If you're listening to this, <laughs> don't start a ska band in 2022 <laughs> and call it controversy. Please. First off. <laughs> First off, don't start a ska band 2022. Yeah. Second, if you do, don't call it that because that's ours. Yeah, that's ours. That's ours now. Uh, but I remember when, uh, you know, that album like definitely took some time to grow on me and I love it now. But Drunk Again, immediately I was like, what is this? This is amazing. I learned it on guitar. And like I told you, like it was one of those like go-tos of mine whenever, you know, we were drunk at a party and there was a guitar in the corner. And I was, I was that guy by request. Like, people would ask me to play a song, and I'm like, okay, cool. And it's not like I picked it up and started playing fucking Wonderwall or, you know, <laughs> fucking Counterfeit and why didn't Limp you? Biscuit. You think you're above Oasis? Like, you think you're better than them? Or do you really want to get into it? <laughs> I, I guess not. <laughs> Fuck Oasis, dude! Anyway, uh, what's yours? In no particular order. Yeah. Uh, one of the first ones I thought of was Black Bubblegum by Dillinger Escape Plan. See, I don't know that song. I know the band at least. You know the band. So they're the band they're pretty heavy, like, right? They're kind of crazy. Pretty heavy, pretty like hardcore, very like metalcore. Um, but kind of like um they're not super melodic, right? No. Yeah. Not really. Uh but this song is a little bit melodic. It's it's got like a kind of slow rhythm 
and a a very like poppy chorus okay. on it. It's the first song I heard. Uh-oh. And it's still like it's still kind of got that hardness in it. It's still like the drums kick in and it's just bow, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh the vocals are like switching off and it's like you got some can I to me. And that's like not at all what Dylan Yeah, that already sounds band. weird, but the little bit that I know about that band. Are you listening to it now? No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it because I'd have to, I'd right, have to type in the, all the sounds really and shit. Don't really care to. Yeah, no, it's right. not that I don't care to. Like, I'm going to make a playlist of this so we can, like, by the way, whoever's listening, like, there's going to be a Spotify playlist of these songs in the description or whatever that you guys can click on and go listen to it. So I'm definitely going to hear it. Yeah. I'm interested. I've never liked anything by them. Like I'm so like limited in my exposure to Dillinger Escape Plan. So it's just it's just a lot poppier and more accessible than anything. I because I listened to that album, and nothing else on that album is is like. Isn't that, that such a bummer, dude? But I mean, I guess I can't. Like, it it is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, but. You know, what are you going to do? It's just, just they did a little thing, and that's all, it's just how I happen to see it. It's funny how that happens so often, where you hear a single or something, right? And you're just like, whoa, this band's really cool. And you go and listen to the record, you're like, oh, clearly a single. Like, none of the other shit sounds like this. And then me yeah. and you had, like, a hard time kind of coming up with our lists, <laughs> like, before we recorded this. And But there's so many instances of that happening. It happens where, like, constantly. Constantly, yeah. Um, it, I, and I just realized every single thing on my list is the first time I've heard this band. Wow. Damn, that sucks. So that means it's the only song that you like by that band? Uh, per, well, for... Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, usually. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, let's get into your second one, man. My second one is... let's. It's a throwback. Let's go back... Take, take Travel back with me to the 1970-whatever... And Led Zeppelin is on the top of the charts. And one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs is one that sounds absolutely nothing like any of their shit, and it's Dire Maker. Dire Maker. The Led is Zeppelin that... reggae song. Is that the fucking... You don't have to go... Uh, 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 it's a uh, reggae song, dude. They wrote a fucking <laughs> reggae song. And, uh, man, Led Zeppelin took so long to fucking, for me to even give them any time of day. Like, and when I was growing up, like, for me, especially in high school, when I was, like, a punk and just being like, fucking everything else is stupid and sucks. Like, yeah. I was such a hater of Led Zeppelin and uh, Beatles, specifically. Like, those two bands, because, like, sure. so many people, like, were, you know, my age were wearing Led Zeppelin shirts. I'm like, no fucking way you like Led Zeppelin. Like, it's the most dad rock bullshit. I was like, no fucking way you like the Beatles. Like, they're lame as hell. And, uh, and then, I don't know what happened. I think I started smoking weed, honestly. You started getting over your fucking self. So I got a little over myself. Um, and I started smoking weed, which probably helped with that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then I heard, I mean, I got super into Led Zeppelin there for a long time. And then Dire Maker, I remember I heard that and I was like, I remember hearing that on, like, classic radio growing up. And I had no idea that was Led Zeppelin. And I loved that song growing up. <laughs> so, like, when I found out it was Led Zeppelin, I was like, whoa! And then I looked up, I was like, what other Led Zeppelin reggae songs on there? And then there's, like, that Led Zeppelin reggae cover band called Dread Zeppelin. Oh, shit. 
and they're right. fucking yeah, right. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like that song? I do. I love that song. It's good, and that's right? on Houses of the Holy, right? Yeah, good question. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. I guess again, no research. Like I do like that song, and it's basically you just like <laughs> they just did a reggae song, and then John is like, "Well, I'm gonna hit the drums sometimes." Yeah, exactly. But it's interesting that he he tr- he even uh-huh. as little as he does, like as little as he's trying to like do reggae drums, he did a little reggae drum thing in there, and I'm just like, okay, he must have done his research a little bit to know like. You know, that little like thing, you know, in the intro. And it's, uh, yeah, I, it's so random. It's so random. And I, and I love that they, song. They were trying out some shit. They were trying out some shit. For sure. Um, let's, and now my shit. Let's go to your second one. My second one, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Mother Mother. Uh, They've kind of gotten not. a resurgence on TikTok. Okay. Because someone uh, picked like 15 seconds of one of their songs and now it's huge. Exactly. Nice. Good for them. That's and gonna that make them song. millions of dollars for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like going on tour again. They're like, Are you oh serious? Shit, I thought we were done. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Wow, that's insane. The power of TikTok. All right, go ahead. Uh, but it's a great song, but it's not like any of their other songs. Mm. And it's called Hey Loft. Okay. Have you? You haven't heard this one. I haven't heard the band or the song. I'm sorry. It's a good fucking song. It's like a very energetic, very spastic uh, kind of rock song with these two female lead vocalists and Are they the two another mothers? male lead vocalist. Okay. So mother, mother, father. It, yeah. It's, well, it's mother, mother, father. Okay. Well, let's be a little, <laughs> let's get accurate here. And it's just a rocking song. The guitar playing on it is really cool. It has a really awesome riff that it does throughout the whole song. So are they usually like super chill and soft? Is that why it's weird for uh, them? Usually it's just, usually they don't really have any rock tendencies whatsoever. This might be the only song on that record that has distortion, if I oh, wow. remember correctly. So they're usually like acoustic or something? They're, they're like, they're, they're an odd group. They're not from America. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> and so they like. Sounds weird to some, me if it's not American. <laughs> they have some weird stuff going on. They have interesting stuff going on. But when I listened to this record, I was so let down because I was expecting more weird, off the wall, spastic rocking songs. Sure. Uh, and what I got was just kind of these like more generic no rock no like really attitude like that a lot more uh melodic okay than this one but you know it's still good it's like it's one of the few bands that that i'm like okay like i'll still i'm still listening to y'all okay so they're still good it's just they're not still good the same at yeah. all. man it, that you reminded me of that blur song song number two <laughs> yeah, the song they made is a joke. Yeah, which I fucking loved when I heard it, and then I went out and bought that record like the next day, and was so disappointed. Yeah, so yeah. disappointed. It, and honestly, I haven't heard a good Blur song that isn't that one. Yeah, I, I've I've tried going back and listening to it again and being like, all right, me more mature, you know, like I smoke weed now or whatever. Maybe yeah, my right, you know, yeah. nope. 
Still love that song now. I fucking love that song. It's just weird because they're fucking huge in like the UK. They were like rivals with Oasis, which I don't like, understand. Oasis is way better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I yeah yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. So back to me. Finally, uh, my <laughs> other one is my next one is like a a fucking punk band that I love, and this song just it could have easily, you know, in my teenage years could have easily like piss me off and be like dude they fucking sold out they fucking wrote an acoustic song but it's so good and I loved it right away and it's Rise Against uh, Swing Life Away Swing Life now I haven't heard this one it's like all acoustic I think it's just acoustic and vocals but it's like am I loud and clear or am I breaking up am I still your charm or am I just bad luck and it's just like like acoustic palm muted guitar kind of a waltzy thing yeah and then it opens up and it's like we live on front porches and swing life away and it's like it has this kind of like choral background like this kind of choir in the background and it gets it's very theatrical very emotional it reminded me so much of a fucking Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. It had the same feel <laughs> yeah. to me, and it, and that's such a good song, right? And and it had a, a it had that same feel to me that I felt like this like it's a breakup song. It's a part of a movie that's like really sad, and you feel like oh my god, are these people gonna make it? You know, are they are they gonna stay together? Or are they gonna split up? You know, and then and uh, it's just so good and so different for them. And you know, at this time, Rise Against was like a pretty fucking hardcore punk you know a little bit like they were really melodic but they were really fucking aggressive and really loud and uh you never would have heard a song like this on their previous two records before um before this one which i'm forgetting the name of now but uh but it's the one that had like state of the union and uh and a whole bunch of it's like where they started getting poppy a little bit and swing life away was on there and oh boy did that song make a huge impact on me and my little uh, lovesick, fucking hopeless romantic like, you can, self. You can do co- two genres yeah, in like, the same band. Wait, you don't have to be the same thing all the time. Yeah, you can make you can serve tacos and pizza in the same restaurant. It's crazy. And you do both well. Probably that's a unicorn. <laughs> well, I guess it's Taco Bell. Taco Bell is tacos and pizza. It's got like a Mexican pizza. Yeah, it has pizza in the title, Ash. I guess. Sorry, I got really upset. No, I know. <laughs> You're very passionate about your fucking Mexican pizza. Hey, it's good shit. I love diarrhea. All right. Well, you know what else is good shit? Tell me. This next fucking song, this is the third one that I got. I believe you. It is also the first song that this band ever made. Oh. Uh, and so we... Explains uh, why it's kind different of, than everything else. It, it, this is a band called Half Alive. And we've heard this we've band listened together. Yes, yes, we listened together to this song. Still feel, and this good is the first song, song, dude. It's a good fucking song. It's they supposedly made a hundred songs, and this was the best one. And they put this one out. Okay, and it's a great. It's groovy. It's kind of dark. Mm. Um, it's catchy, but it's like. The lyrics are interesting. It's kind of about like dissociating a little bit, or th- that's how like I interpret the the vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
every song they've put out since this one has just been like generic and just fucking nothing Ooh. and my brain turns off a minute in and Damn. it's been so disappointing and this singer has a case of i don't know what's called but it's when you get in a fucking echo chamber with yourself sure. and what your voice sounds like you know mm. it's like what happened to halsey uh where you just kind of have this voice he's like this first song he's kind of a soft-spoken when I'm furthest from myself, right? But then that turned into like when I'm furthest from myself. Oh no! It kind of it kind of flanderizes. Put a little mustard on it, a little English and on there. Ah, like, uh, like now it's getting fucking cheesy. S- slap some stank. It like, damn. It's it's just That's bad, bad, man. And I still haven't heard a good song from them since this one. Damn, when is and this came out a while ago, right? Like 2009 or something. Uh no, more like twenty eighteen or no something. No shit, is that it was that recent? Yeah, I mean. Oh wow. Yeah, something like that. Okay. It, it's it's not like they haven't put out put out a good song, mm. but they haven't put out a song I've been interested in, and I think like achieves this song's level. Dang, well it is a good song, man. It's a good fucking song. But what's your next song? Ooh, my next song. Let me make sure, let me see what order I want to do this in because we have two left. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm gonna do okay, yeah. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna switch these up a little bit. My next song is by a band that I genuinely do not like at all. Um, they have some singles that are good. Uh, they're one of the pioneers of like grunge in the '90s, and it's Pearl Jam. And it's Pearl Jam. It's a song I randomly heard in like 2016. I was driving back home from work. Is it? Oh, is it like Lightning Bolt? It's that's that the cover, people? yes. So you yes. know the song oh, I'm talking about. Fucking, I know what song you're talking mind about. Mind your manners. I had the same fucking thing. Mind your fucking manners, dude. Mind your mind your manners. They said they wanted to write a Dead Kennedy song, and I was like, oh my god! Like I that came up on my Spotify like on random or like my week Discover Weekly or whatever. And I was like, who the fuck is this? No, yeah, I was. It came on the radio from me. There you go. And I was like. Damn, my Joe Manhurst. So good, dude. And it's about like it's like anti-religion song. It is. I don't kind even of, know. Like man. an anti-Christian I... song, and it's like going fucking hard. And it's fucking Pearl Jam. Yeah. It's like their like tenth record or something. It's the heaviest or fastest Pearl Jam song you're ever gonna hear, and it's so fucking fun. And it's so like. It's very fun. A solid two-minute banger, dude. Like, in and out, and uh, and I remember looking it up, like, when I got home, I was like, what? And I thought, again, I was like, oh my god, they they wrote a fucking punk record. I was like, if it's as good as this song, I have to listen to this whole album. Uh, uh, it's not. And the whole no. rest of the album is their general bullshit. But, man, they said that the, the guitarist, I think, is, like, a huge punk fan, and he was like, I just wanted to write as much, as close to a Dead Kennedy song as I could. And I'm like, god damn, I don't even like Dead Kennedy's. And I'm like, I fucking love Mind Your Banners. It's a good, it's a fun, electric song. Yeah. I mean, that's way better than Holiday in Cambodia, in my opinion. Ah, hot, 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 hot take that spicy right take? there. That's spicy take? That meatball? I'm going to breeze right past by going into my fourth song, which is I'm Dead by a little guy named Duckworth. Okay, uh, I know Duckworth. You know Duckworth. Yeah, we're, we're getting there now. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to know these people. Uh, how would you describe Duckworth? You know, I don't know Duckworth well enough 
to uh, to like describe his music, but it's kind of like um, correct me if I'm wrong. It's kind of like goofy hip hop. It's it's well, I don't know it, if it's goofy. It, maybe it, just, it doesn't take itself super seriously, hip hop. It's I've always kind of got like a watered down Anderson Pack Pack vibe from it. I thought for the longest time that Duckworth was Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sounds like that yeah. sometimes. Um, and also they have, it's like they're on the same Kendrick label or something. Duckworth. Right? Yeah, isn't like, Kenny's like one of his nicknames Duckworth or something? Or like, that's his last name. See, that's what. Okay, I was just like, oh, this is Kenny like doing something different. It was a Kung Fu Kenny. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I, I don't, you know, whatever. And then yeah, I started like looking into it. I'm like, oh no, this is a totally different person. Um, and I was listening to local college radio. Mm. Uh, and I heard this song called I'm Dead, and immediately it hooked me in because it's got this lo-fi kind of sound to it where it's kind of like phasing in and out with every kick. Okay. Uh, It's got a great, like, little feel to it, Uh, a great rhythm. It's very catchy. Uh, It has this, like, female singer that's kind of coming through the whole thing, Mm. and then it ends off. You think the song's over. And then, like, it goes halftime with the beat. And it's, like, slowed down. And it's, like, ooh, ooh. like a little outro. A little moody. Ugh. And I've been... It, it's such a vibe. And nothing else he does sounds anything like it. I was hoping he was, like, a lo-fi rapper that kind of paid a lot of attention to his... Like, the sound of his production. Mm. And kind of had the vibes like this. But everything past this is kind of... Uh, a lot more traditionally produced uh, and like he, he's actually gotten I think pretty popular now uh, he's kind of, I've seen him on some festival lineups okay okay good for Duckworth so and you know his other stuff is also pretty good but just like nothing like this it's like fuck man damn I gotta hear it because yeah everything I've heard by by him I'm, I'm just kind of like alright like that's good, you know. I, I think I think you'll like this one. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear it. All right, what's your fifth and final? Fifth and final. This one, little ditty. This one, I'm pretty sure counts. Um, it is from okay. that show, uh, that YouTube channel, the '70s one. Uh, yes, that one '70s show. Yeah. Uh, it's on YouTube called Like a Version. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. Um, I think, yeah, fucking Glass Animals, right? No. No? No. Okay. Uh, which one did Glass Animals do? I don't know. <laughs> okay. You were the one talking about it. <laughs> um, no, it is uh, Denzel Curry's cover of Bulls on Parade. Ugh. God damn. God damn. That Dude. literally, it was crazy how, like, the shockwave of that song, the shockwave that song made when it came out, dude. Well, because Denzel is one of a kind. Yeah. We everyone everyone's you know he's the most under recognized rapper. Not but, anymore, dude. He's getting he's finally getting love, and I and he, I love he's to see up it, there, dude. But I can't believe he never did like a fucking like rock rap record. He might do one. Like he should, dude. Like that. He should. That was an he amazing should do cover. At least one. Yeah. You know. That was an amazing Just, like, cover. Team up with fucking. 
like like a Rage Against the Machine Literally. record, but it's like Denzel Curry. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be so fucking oh, that'd sick? That'd be so fucking awesome. Oh my god. To get all the dudes from Rage and just have fucking Denzel do the vocals. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Ugh, get on it. But dude, get that, that when, when that cover came out, you remember like we were at band practice and we watched yeah. it like several times during band practice, and then I started seeing YouTube channels of like metalhead reacting to denzel curry's cover yeah, like so and so reacting to like hip-hop people reacting to blah blah and i'm just like wow like that that must be like that song must have gotten so many people exposure to denzel curry like that cover specifically because it was so fucking good and he, he was killed. so into it. He was so hyped, dude. You could dude. tell he was hyped as fuck. Uh, he was like headbanging like crazy. And then um, the part where like the there's a bridge and I think it's like maybe the guitar solo section. Like he fucking raps yeah, he just does, like one of his verses. He does his own rap. Ugh, just, he does it like a freestyle or something. And again, sounds nothing like anything else he's ever done. I am was so impressed and I'm still so impressed at how well he did. He can scream like a motherfucker, dude. I'm like, I'm going to look dude, that up. After yeah. This. Right. It's but, like the most hype shit ever, man. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten over it. I fucking love that cover. So that's my last one. Well, my last one, uh, is a band that I'm certain you don't know. Oh, but it's a band called the Walkman. I've heard the Walkman. You've heard the Walkman. Yeah, I've heard of. I don't think I've heard the Walkman. I'm aware. I don't think I'm. You've heard. You've heard the word walk. You've I had heard a Walkman. The word men. I had a Walkman. Back. In you the had day. a Walkman. Yeah. Okay. So I've heard of them. I didn't know they were. A band. All right. Well, then you'll you'll kind of know what this band's about. Okay. Uh, they. I don't know. I. Like, I I've don't tried know. listening. I've tried listening to their, all their other songs. I don't know how I'd describe them aside from just like fucking default ass indie band. Right. Um, it's almost like Neutral Milk Hotel. Like I put them in the same category. Not even, not even to that level at all. Just like. <laughs> now you're completely wrong, but. <laughs> like, wrong, but no. Keep like saying shit you don't know about. I uh, yeah, I will. That's this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we are doing. That's what I do on this show um it's just it's just whatever it's whatever it's whatever it's whatever mm. but got it there was this website called it was called like couch seats or something mm. and what it was was just a website that compiled a bunch of live videos like extraordinary live performances of songs okay and this band was performing in some dude's fucking basement and they performed a song called the rat and it is such a fucking sick song. Hmm. It is adrenaline pumping. The drums are going 90 miles an hour the whole time. Shit. It's a song that I use to build up my endurance. Uh, sexually? Sexually. Yeah, <laughs> like in, in the sack. Wow. <laughs> um, the vocalist is just like belting out. You could tell he's like emotional and it's all these long, like, epic notes. The guitarist is just hammering on the whole time. The synth is is crashing. And they're usually, like, a really chill indie band? And they're usually just a fucking default-ass, like, indie band that's just doing fucking whatever. 
Interesting. Um, you know, I and find... they made this one rockin' raw fucking song, and I'm so mad about the it. The more the most of the people I've spoken to that are like in the biz, quote unquote, like either musician musicians or people who are like work for labels or producers or anything, like you know, if they have a focus, like if they're a band and like, oh, we play metal music, you get into it and you start asking like, what are their favorite bands, and it's gonna be everything not metal most of the time. Like it's they're like we play metal. But we love hip hop, or we love fucking reggae, or we love you know whatever, and it's just like uh, you know I I worked at a, a record label that was reggae, and I remember talking to the CEO when I was working there and just being like, dude, this must be like a dream come true for you, like fucking you know like you love reggae and you have a reggae record label, and he was just like, yeah, to be honest, like I get kind of tired of it sometimes, and sure. uh, and he was like, yeah. I listen to like trip hop and a lot of '90s music and so and and I was just so surprised by that. And, uh, and I'm sure it's the same with bands like Walkman that it's like, you know, this is just the music we play. This isn't the music that we love. You know, it's just kind of like we found our sound, so we're sticking with it. But it's like, sure, you know, you listen to Pearl Jam with Mind Your Manners and like the guitarist of Pearl Jam is a huge punk guy, you know, like Johnny Greenwood from Rage Against Me- or Rage from Radiohead is, uh, is a huge reggae fan, you know? So it's like, it's just kind of, it's interesting when you find like people's true, interests don't always lie within what they do for a living yeah you know what i mean they yeah no it's like in the same way that i don't listen to punk music right and you were in a fucking favorite great punk band yeah like it's my favorite music to like play and perform and and write for right we were in a in like a stoner rock band together and hip-hop didn't listen to a lick of that you didn't listen to any of it and and hip-hop is by far my favorite genre you know like but i'm not gonna go rap like you know so well you know we man we should have tried it at least once shouldn't we? i pet it on a little kitty head pet a little kitty pet head on little, little kitty, kitty bed do, 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 do. <laughs> you know apparently that's making fun of west side gun it's not even making fun of action what yeah it i don't believe people like everyone's commenting like oh my god i, I recognize the flow immediately and i was like yeah action and they're like no west side gun and everyone's like oh my god that's hilarious how, how are y'all gonna do west side like this i'm like I've heard West Side Gun. That doesn't sound like him to me. It's 100% action. I, I sent, The only reason I sent it to you is because it's action broad. Because it is action broad. I didn't even think twice about it. I pet him on his little kitty head. <laughs> well, this like is... The little, like the little backup vocals, too. The little ad list. Yeah, the do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. It's like... Come on, that's so okay. action, dude. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening to yeah. this little chit chat. This was interesting. This was interesting. Like, uh, what are y'all's, like, where, where, you know, what, what songs do you love that all the other tracks by that band sound nothing like that fucking song? Like, have you ever heard a song you hated and then you liked that band right? later on? Like, right? has that ever happened to you? We want to know. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Instagram at EVPCast. Uh, go to our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. We have tons of episodes. We have videos and audios and all these different mediums. We do all the mediums. We uh, we do cassette. Multimedia. Multimedia. We're really a multimedia corporation. We're yeah. like a serial experiments kind of like lane corporation. Go buy our NFTs. Go buy our AI-generated art that we're making. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate 
background artists and concept artists. So I hate all that keep shit. Supporting yes. AI. Yes. We need more computers doing everything, including art. We're going to pay $8 for a little check mark on Twitter. Oh, I can't wait. So people know that we have $8. at least $8 a month. <laughs> That's a flex, dude. That's a, I mean... <laughs> shit couldn't be me <laughs> well and guys what do you guys want us to talk about on these little chit chats we we have a bunch of topics in in our back pocket but we want to know what you guys want to hear us talk about and uh most of the time we review albums and we talk about we do like deep dives into records so if you guys have a specific band or album that you want us to to do a little deep dive and talk for an hour about it uh to let us know and we'll probably maybe possibly potentially do it Ash, I'm this so excited was for good. You. I'm what? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> what uh, I was gonna. Sorry, I was about to say something genuine. Thank. That oh. was fucking close. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I nipped that at the bud. Yeah. Uh. Bye. 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 This was good. Bye. 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 Comedy bang bang. We're back. <laughs> New no nos. Uh, the front of your leg is now the back of your leg. If you if you get to wear shorts in the winter, then I wear pants in the summer. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Fucking see ya.